What's good? Rockstar Podcast. Music King. I'm here with, I'm going to let her introduce herself. What's up, y'all? It's Shia Gemini, and I'm here with Rockstar. Ready to do this interview? <laughs> Word. You know, I'm super lit, man. We was at a party last night. It was it was lit. Typical it's LA so witness. Cool. You know what I'm saying? This yes. the homegirl right here. She really skilled, you know what I'm saying? And just the arts. You feel me? She's like a muse of many talents. You feel me? Not only just in music production and like being a vocalist. I would say you like an MC, a rapper too. Uh, all, model, dancer. Like, you're so talented. <laughs> doing all, like, yeah. So like, what's your, where's your inspiration come from? How'd you start doing all this? How'd you get into it? Like, you seem just to have so much confidence when you move, when you're on stage, when you're yeah. performing. You always looking real good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, let me think about it. Like, you know, in the old school days, it was, uh, what was her name? They used to be hanging out with Michael Jackson a little bit. She was older than Michael Diana Jackson. Diana Ross. Diana Ross and Pam Greer, and then like- Tina Turner. Tina Turner. And then the next kind of divas was like Mariah Carey and like Whitney Houston, rest in peace Whitney Houston. Yes. But Whitney Houston just didn't have the same fashion style and Mariah Carey didn't have the same like edge that they had. They had like just a yeah, crazy edginess. Yeah, what you mean, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. But then you kind of remind me of something like, you know, real like old school original vibes, but you super like, you know, in the future at the same time, though, you feel me? Like, you know, you, we, we 21, 2021, you like on 20, you're like on 3000 right now or something, you <laughs> yes. know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Well, I mean, I, I got my inspiration from my family. I mean, my grandmother, she was a dope ass jazz pianist. And mm, okay. so she was doing a lot of performing back in like the 40, well, she started playing when she was 13 and she started playing clubs when she was 13. She actually started mm. playing piano when she was two. So by the time she was 13, she was killing it. So she already was a decade yeah, in. Yeah, she was in. She was in. So she was performing and doing all that. And then her mother, my great-grandmother, was a seamstress and a fashion designer. And she also um, did art really well. So she was a really good, like, she used to draw really well. So I have a lot of creative influence just from my family members alone. Mm -hmm. I was always in an environment. My grandmother was always playing the piano and recording herself. And just to say and and just to go on recording herself, she actually had her own record label and club, nightclub back in the um sixties. Wow. And this was like at Where a, at? Um South Central. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. when I heard South Central was popping like back then on Broadway yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. She was on Crenshaw. On Crenshaw. She was on Crenshaw in the sixties fucking doing it as a black woman and you know she was just like she didn't let anything really stop her she didn't really go go and shit with fear and that's like something that is really inspiring because i'm like i have so many other like i have more opportunities than she does i have all these platforms i'm like oh i gotta use this i gotta be on it because like she was just doing it with nothing none of none of the shit we have now right so, for the love of the music as her passion and mm -hmm. just it wasn't yeah. as many options just to become superstar. Yeah. Right. It was just like, she just did it. She just worked at it. And, you know, she was just always on it. So I always saw her. My mom's a singer. My mom dropped her own gospel album and, like, funded her own album. Hallelujah. Praise yes. God. <laughs> yes. And so she, you know, she just being in the studio with her kept me inspired. You know? So she must have been singing, singing, and she was doing some gospel. Yeah, she was singing, singing. Like, she was doing her own gospel concerts, like, at her churches and stuff when mm. she was a teenager with my grandmother, you know? So it was just, like, my mom, my grandmother, and my great-grandmother, they all have an album that was recorded on my grandmother's record label, and it's called Songs of Faith. Mm. Uh -huh. and That's I, the name of the label? Uh, no, her record label is called Telmar, which my grandmother's last name is Martell. Okay. So it's just backwards. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's called Telmar Records, and yeah, she was out here. <laughs> she was out here. I saw a couple of pictures of her, like her nightclub. She had some burlesque dancers. Like, mm. ooh, it was it was fire. It was really really like, oh damn. You know, you never really think like this is the shit that was really happening. You know, you always right. kind of see this clean image and not really what was going on. Like our parents was out here. Our grandparents was out here getting freaky and shit, popping oh, that ass. You popping know? Like, that. <laughs> popping that popping that pussy, you know, as much as we are now. So it's just like, hey. Right. <laughs> they was having kids at twelve and thirteen back in the day. Yeah, so yeah, like, they was really they it's like you said she was already in the club playing piano. Yeah, so like I think people like in the old days just like like mature faster. Like look at Tupac. They say like mm -hmm. and Biggie 
they was in their like twenties or something at the height of their fame. They yeah. left so young, you feel me? Exactly. And it's like, damn. So I just think the the older generation before us, I think they just like mature way faster yeah. or something. I don't know. You and feel you, me? And you think about like my grandmother is from Texas, so she came from the South where you know it's not a lot of shit going on down there. So all you have time to do is practice, go to church you know go to school and come home and be with family and that's right. mainly what the whole core thing core values is from like being down south so it's just like yeah you you rooted in all your stuff so you come and you bring that here you you flourishing because it's like it's land of opportunity mm. but it's just like you got to work a little bit for it and this is like if you have a plan which my grandmother's they both came down here with a plan and that was why they got their plan executed and why they had so many things because at the end of it all like when my mom was born my grandmother ended up, uh, her club ended up setting off, um, catching fire, and then um, something else happened with her record label. I'm not sure, but she ended up having a boutique after that. Mm. So it was just like she still, even with losing things, she still managed to keep her business. And I always saw entrepreneurs in my family. I never saw nobody like working and punching it on the clock. That shit is so unfamiliar to me. Like I even I hustle, you know, because it's just like that's what I always saw my family doing. I, I see that it's possible. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, embody entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Word. Exactly. I think, you know, uh just more people in general should be entrepreneurs. Just I think like the American way is entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. like capitalism, you know, start a business, whatever. So you yeah. feel me? I, I think that's cool and I definitely would say that more people of color and black people should you know look into entrepreneurship i'm not saying quit your job or get rid of your source of income but look into being an entrepreneur you know what i'm saying or, oh i'm sorry I was gonna say, go ahead oh, yeah. i was gonna say or just look to support more like uh businesses in your community that's right. actually trying to really you know stay afloat because we do need customers like everybody can have a business but everybody right. can like see to stop supporting bigger corporations and just support like real people that are actually trying to do it real products right. and real quality and things because when you get things when you get things from a smaller business it's just so much quality behind it like i have friends that have businesses and i'm like yeah, this is the best hat or the best oil or the best like mm. you know like pair of socks or whatever the fuck right. you know i got or even a painting like it, it's just always quality behind when you buy from a actual person so right yeah yeah i believe in that uh, a grip i know i went to some fair this weekend and i was like i'm just trying to buy something to support all the people here so i just bought some cake or something it was it was so good yeah you know I mean? so just mm -hmm. yeah i would say that's definitely something people need to consider support like you know the independent entrepreneur support your friends and people maybe people you see online mm -hmm. doing their own stuff yeah. and that just like recycles the dollar into the community instead of just only putting the money into the corporate power yeah exactly so i mean Man, that is definitely something to really think on. And I mean, so my family were always business owners. My mom is a hairstylist. She has her own makeup line, mm. her own hair product. Like she's really doing it, and she's been working at this for a long time. She had her own makeup line in the '90s. Okay, like mm. that. I, I saw my mom hustling this shit. So the only reason why she had to kind of like stop for a minute is because she found out that one of the names damn this is like the days before google too she found out her name was actually the name of another makeup company in canada so mm. she got in a little trouble for that so she kind of like stopped a little bit but you know she came back and she has her own business now her our makeup line is uh beat snap fierce and we have this really bomb ass black like our lipstick stays on fucking all fucking day mm. so <laughs> i mean we have eyeshadows like i should have brought some stuff you know what? I'm gonna just send you some links and maybe you can like share it on your story or something. Or this, they all they gotta do is follow you on Instagram. Yeah, and, and yeah. Or Beat Snap Fierce. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just follow me. Uh, follow us on Beat Snap Fierce. It's Beat dot Snap dot Fierce, and you'll see a, a bunch of bomb ass makeup. I'm modeling a lot of the makeup, and um, we have like some. We have a bomb ass eyeshadow palette that has like over sixty colors and. Yeah, it's <laughs> so if they go to like your Instagram or feed or a story, will they be able to like yeah. you know, get connected that way? Absolutely. Okay. And my Instagram is Shia Gem Show. It's spelled X I A G E M S H O W. And basically, like you'll see a lot of you'll see me um, have a lot of things. My mom has her business. I have my business. I have an online business. Um, I sell like I sell thrifted items as well as really unique kind of like eye-catching high fashion items that you wouldn't really find anywhere else so um yeah it's called the gem shop you can find your gem you can find your one-of-a-kind piece and yeah uh it's also linked to my instagram so if you follow me you'll be able to see it i'm always like posting stuff 
So I have seen the gym shop and it is popping. So ladies, you know, shop at the gym shop. Hey, maybe gentlemen shop at the gym shop. That's I your have, preference. I have you jewelry. Me? I have all like all types of stuff. You know, I have I have um my underwear that say witch pussy for all the witch bitches out there. Or even if you just got witch pussy, period. Like What is witch pussy? Oh, okay. So <laughs> witch pussy is my EP that I dropped last summer. It was just kind of like... Okay, so I had um I had been moving around a lot. I had dealt with some homelessness during COVID, worst time ever, but it just kind of like taught me a lot. It strengthened me and I had all this musical like tension, I guess, built up and I was like, "Bruh, I have to get this out." I had all these songs written. I had been sick. I had a song that was written for maybe like 2 years and I was like, I, "If I don't get this recorded, I'm going to just like fucking die." Like I I have to get this shit recorded, you know? It's just like when you're really passionate about something, even if you don't have any resources, you will manifest that shit out mm. of nowhere. And I believe in that shit because I manifested that whole EP out of nowhere. I wasn't even planning on doing that shit. I literally was in my homie's bedroom and like I was like hit a mic and I had my I use this online DAW. It's really cool. Because, online DAW? Mm -hmm. Wow. It's called Soundtrap. It's really dope. You can record on it. You can make beats. I make beats on there. Fucking fire. But so like i recorded my ep on there and it had some cool effects and i had my homie like kind of mix it like help me mix it and it was hella experimental <laughs> and so it was just a really good musical experience because it was the release and people like they they you know they kind of received it kind of like what the fuck you know <laughs> and i was like i don't I know a lot of people were like, oh, that's dope shit. But I know a lot of people were kind of like, are you a Satanist? And Because I had dropped this song called Witch Pussy. And it was basically me talking about me being like, uh, being a magnetic woman. Just like being able to give the same energy. Like if I gave you pussy, but I didn't even give you pussy yet. You're already like on it. You know, you're already addicted. Like So Witch Pussy was like basically a, a vibe of energy and, yeah. you, and you delivered the witch pussy yeah not necessarily through like a fuck but through like a, a music fuck yeah pretty like much a mind fuck pretty like much. through the energy the vibe of the, exactly of the music. exactly that was a whole vibe of witch pussy i mean and it was just like like my song dilation of a wandering eye it's the same thing it's just like it's a song basically about being so mesmerized by someone who's like dancing sensually you know mm, okay. that's what the song is about she's dancing kind of like a snake which is why in my video i'm medusa man the so, video was crazy yeah yeah when i saw the video i was tripped out like wow yeah yeah so it was it was cool i'm medusa in one part and then i'm lilith, lilith in another part so it's just who is like, lilith by the way oh okay so you know lilith her story is just kind of like I guess misunderstood in a lot of ways and for I'm just gonna give the short exact answer Lilith is just a symbol of power for a lot of women she's like the story the biggest story is like how Adam wanted her to be beneath him and she was like no I so this is from the Bible yeah so not Eve Lilith no nah, Lilith was a, was before Eve so what yeah so Lilith tell us the story why you gotta go deep on that one. So Lilith basically was a woman that God created for Adam, the first woman. And she was more, she wanted to be equal. She wasn't even dominant so much. She just was like, yo, I would like to like exchange the, the energy of what, you know, we have going on. And Adam was like, no, I'm men, I'm masculine, you're feminine, you know, or you're mm -hmm. submissive to me, you know, cause feminine doesn't mean submissive, but like you're submissive to me so it just was like okay i don't really want to do that <laughs> you know and so they made it a big deal and god also was like well you know you need to be more submissive because it's, i made you for him i made you to be his his co-pilot his servant his okay and so lilith is representation of what like being against that kind of like being like I don't necessarily want to be equal, but I definitely want to be in an equitable situation where if I do a, like, you just want to, whatever work equity. you do. I like that word. Yeah, equity, because you don't want to be equal. Like, I don't want to be a man. You know, I want to be a woman. I enjoy right. being a woman. I, but I want to, like, equal pay for me is, is in a prime example. You work equally, you should get paid equally. Right. You feel me? Definitely. So that's just, that's the thing about being equitable. It's just like, whatever work you put in is whatever energy you should receive back. If I'm telling you, yo, I want to have like, 
like I want to be on the same level with you. You we in a relationship or whatever. I want to be on the same level with you. You got to either understand that or kick rocks. And <laughs> so Ooh, you know, okay. so like that's why it was just like Lilith is a is a representation of power and owning yourself and just being like I'm here to work for whatever energy that I have toward like if I whatever energy I give you is what I'm trying to receive back, whether it's good or bad. So yeah, like <laughs> so did, did Lilith and Adam fuck? Did they have kids? Where no, happened to Lilith? They, Lilith ended up getting cast out of Eden because she didn't want to be and she was like very defiant against God and so they made her seem like she likes to eat babies. She's a demon woman. She's you know, she's so fucked up. Was she a witch? She was I, I like a lot Did of people, Satan fuck? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like her, oh, no. her, her, and Lucifer, not Satan. Lucifer, Lucifer, um, Lucifer was getting all the pussy. Well, Lucifer, I heard Lucifer fucked Eve too. I wouldn't be surprised. You feel right. me? Like he, he was like, you know, he was beautiful, and he definitely had like that slick tongue. So she had that slick tongue. He, he had that snaky, slick tongue. That he could tongue. sing. He was like, you know, he was beautiful. Ooh. So. Whoa, we're going deep on this oh, one, real, like, man. And I mean, Lucifer is not Satan, so it's just like, right, right. it's just like, dude, I, 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 I've heard, like, I know the story, I kind of know the story of how Lucifer and, and Lilith, like, had a relationship, but I So they had, they did have a relationship. They had something, you know? So, but, so Satan, was, I mean, Lucifer was in contact with, he, he was talking to Eve, he was talking to Lilith, mm -hmm. he was talking to all the women that, uh. I don't know about Eve, but okay. Lilith for sure, yeah. I mean, he in the Bible in Genesis, it says uh, the serpent or Satan, Lucifer, whatever his name is, it says he be beguiled her. He beguiled her? Right. So I don't know what what, what that means. You know what I'm saying? Beguiled could mean like, um, well, it could mean like he lied to her pretty much. Right, uh, like, like did he trick her? Yeah, it's pretty is much. Is he trying like to say her. Lucifer is a trick? I'm He's a trickster. Of, yeah. Right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking deep into that, like, yeah, trick, like, you know what I'm saying, like, what, trick. Did, what, did, what did Lucifer trick do? Or treat, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, straight up, crazy. straight up. I don't know, man. That's a mind fuck. Some people argue that you know, uh, Lucifer had sex with Eve, and Adam had sex with Eve, and then she had uh, children, and her children was twins, mm -hmm. and then one son was Adam's son, and one son was a. Lucifer's son. See, I haven't even gone that deep. And, and Cain, Cain and Abel, and then the, the one of the biggest sins or whatever, the first murder was when Cain mm -hmm. killed Abel because mm -hmm. that was Lucifer's that, son yeah. killing okay. Adam's son. Because okay, yeah. you know, like, say, like, uh, if two men have sex with a woman, like, one man can have sex with her today, and one man can have sex with her tomorrow, later tonight, another day, but somehow the both of the sperm simultaneously enter the egg at the same time, then you could have like uh, twins by, or not twins, but you could have children and they could have different fathers because they got fertilized by different, uh, it's possible to have to have twins and they have what? two different fathers, you feel Damn. what I'm saying? Okay. Very rare, but I think I've seen it on Maury Povich before. And he was like- I gotta look into that. Right, you're gotta, not the father of her, but you're the father of her. And they was, they was like, what, Maury? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some crazy game right here. We got biblical on here, but so yeah. Lilith. Okay, I heard that name on you know on the internet or something. I was like, I don't know who that is. And, yeah. Okay. Very interesting story. I just like I did my little research. I'm always like down to do more because I know there's always more to know. So I think that's crazy though. Like when we as artists like we're like really entertainers you feel me and when we like oh i'm gonna be a witch or i chose to be a vampire or whatever yeah. people question like how you say like yo are you really a satanist are you really this well am i i don't know go watch the video and you tell me but you tell me it's entertainment though like you know what i'm saying like it's just like one my video for witch pussy i had snakes crawling all over me i enjoyed it it was be a beautiful experience it was like the snakes is like they was like having sex with you or something they was they in felt the nice that was like a little massage for me it was all Damn. crawling over me and shit. i was like and i wasn't even scared because i i thought i was gonna be scared but the guy they seemed more like puppies uh, it was so they were like well trained snakes. they were really well trained snakes like i i definitely man Oh god, I gotta find that guy's Instagram. I need to shout him out because what he came name? through. What it, snakes ballpark mean? snakes. That's okay. what it was called. His Instagram is ballpark snakes. He be having snakes for sale. He breeds them. They're fucking beautiful ass snakes. Like 
definitely check his Instagram out because he came through and I mean I found that shit off of Craigslist like I had, I had just made a post like hey I need some snakes I'm trying to do a music video one person hit me up with an iguana and then this person hit me up with snakes you said snakes he said I got an iguana though yeah oh. I was like I was like I will not not say no but I will if somebody hit me up in the time being I will definitely take the snakes Right. So I was gonna use that iguana though. I, I was like, he was like, fuck, I gotta get the I video. Gotta get some done but shit. it all came together like, oh, I, you really like. When I saw the video, I was really impressed. Like yeah. the, the way the scenes look, the like the darkness and the lighting, mm -hmm. and just it was all lit. How the snakes was crawling on you, like you did seem like it was Medusa or something. Like it was like on a whole nother level. So yeah. I really enjoyed the video. I was like, wow, this is real art. Like you feel yeah. me? Yeah. The witch pussy is just like. Wish Pussy is just a character that I created. Um, it, it, it just was like, uh, I did that video in a motel room I was standing because I was homeless last year, so. Damn, and like, that came off that damn good? Yeah. You are a real artist. Yeah, like my, I have a, um, I had met a, my, the girl that shot my video, I met her. Who shot it? Cause she dope. Her name is Black Silk. And Black she's Silk. amazing. We need to work. Follow her, it's spelled B-L-B-K, Silk. And so this video was so real, like you was really witch pussy at this time. You was living in the motel, living in the trap. You, had, you was putting all this. I had my art. altar set up, shit, in that motel room. You feel me? Like I was really living that life. So it was just. Tell like, us about that. So you had an altar set up in the motel room. Mm -hmm. I actually have some videos. If you go down on my, on my, um, on my Instagram, Man. like you see me doing like lives with that shit right next to me. It's crazy. I can, you, you know. When you are in an experience, you are the only person that can either glow in the experience or just be trapped in the darkness. That's the easy way, the easiest way I can say it. It's just like, no matter where I go, one thing that being homeless taught me is I set up who I am wherever the fuck I'm at. Like, I, I, there are a lot of situations where I'm like, damn, I wish I had my own little stable spot so I could set up and do what I really want to do. But I'm like, hey, I got that little program where I got my laptop, I can set up and record anywhere. I could take some pictures anywhere. I can set up my altar because I know how to do it. I know how to be on the go, you know? So. I think that means you're a true artist, a true musician. Like, you're not doing it for the money. You're no. doing it because you love it, because mm -hmm. you're passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And I love that about you. Like, damn, you really, like, on your on your stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, a lot, yeah. I feel like a lot of people do this for the wrong reason. They just want fame. They just want clout. They just want a nigga. They just want a bitch. They just want damn, the yeah. wrong shit. And I see, like, damn, you doing it because you love it. And you... That's amazing, like, you know, that whole story right there. I think, like, hey, I don't know if you got uh, whatever, Cash App or PayPal or only, I don't know what you got, but y'all should support her artistry just off of, look at the video, find a way to support the artist from even, you know, financially, like, if you could pay for that shit, send them some money, buy their hey, merchandise, I, or shit, I got just, merchandise. Right, you buy the merchandise, or just, even if you ain't got no money, just keep reposting it or whatever, because it's dope. Like, please. I remember seeing that author stuff on your gram a long time ago. I was just like, okay, that's, I just remember you talking about, I remember seeing that or whatever. Like, okay, this is, this is trippy, you feel me? But, you know, we like in the underground subculture, like in LA, I feel like everything that we do in our, like, culture group, it gets copied and replicated. Yeah. And then, like, the mega stars, the big people just take the looks that we're doing in fashion, the whatever we're doing yeah, on our brand, exactly. and then quickly they start replicating it. And, you know, six months to a year later, you see the the iconic, the most people follow people, the, you know, the people that are with the big labels all doing it yeah. from what we do here in LA. And I see them copying it all over the world. And I'm just like, man, all my friends, everybody I fuck with, all my niggas, all the females, everybody just be doing a dope hella shit in the culture that we in. Like, I don't know what to call it. Like this LA underground or is it mainstream? I don't know what it is, what we, what, what it is, but we are like the dopest thing I've ever heard of like from the 60s to the 70s to the 80s since discos and like what we doing here in LA it's just a trailblazer era like we're right. just creating new shit we're doing new things out here we, we just we're creating the new norm that everybody part. always like following a norm and it's just like it takes one person to really like start that wave so right you know like what's considered weird one day one person can put it on and it could be the fucking norm the industry norm the fucking right. norm for everybody to, you know right that so, part it's just yeah so what makes you like so comfortable with this being different like a lot of times when i see a music artist or a model or whatever they trying to like stick to a certain script stick to a certain playbook stick to a certain formula with you i see you just creating stuff that's all out the box like your own original all that and you 
like do it with so much passion and confidence like where do you how do you do that what where's that come from because you're like the only person i see doing that honestly well i mean you know i i grew up an only child and then also like i my i grew up like i didn't have front teeth if that makes any sense like my teeth got knocked out so like we didn't have any money to get my teeth fixed so i went my whole elementary middle school and high school experience with like no front teeth and it was terrible and so it was just like i heard some of the meanest shit like you could ever hear and i just was like i i, I was always put in a place where i was like oh she's pretty but her teeth are fucked up so we don't want to fuck her because she's weird Damn. so i was just like okay you know i'm always the weird bitch i'm always the kind of like deformed one or whatever the fuck so i was just like i it it's it it went beyond owning it it just was like okay one like, I'm just going to be on my own little bubble with shit because I'm already the weirdo. So, Damn. yeah. It's hard to believe that you was the weirdo as fine as you is today and as cool as you is that back in school, you was a weirdo. <laughs> I but was definitely the weirdo. I bet you most of the people you went to school with ain't even popping no more, though. I, shit. I mean, I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't right. be paying attention to them niggas. I, like, right. you know, we all grown. Like, I don't take no, no kid right. shit personal. It's just like... Cause everybody ain't saying that no more. Everybody's like, hey, well, you fine as fuck, yo. Any niggas yeah, from high school, know? we trying to holler. That wasn't trying to holler before. Like, hey, what's up, though? You know, like, yeah, it's it's, and it's like I've had a couple of people approach me. You know, it's just definitely been like, it, it's like okay, I have grown from that. You know, my teeth are not perfect, but they're not what they were before, and I I've definitely gotten a lot of opportunities just from me being me. So I'm like, I think I would have made it just as much now with yeah. or without teeth. We come from a hard like era, like a hard generation. Like it's yeah. good technology, but in LA, like it's hard to make it. Like there's a lot of people out here. It's a lot of hate. It's a lot of love. It's a lot of it's, evil. It's a lot of good, and it's a lot of stuff that's going on. It's a lot of poverty. It's not like the type of poverty you might see in Africa or another country, yeah, but it's poverty. Exactly. Like yeah, we could eat. We got some food. We got some some food that's probably not healthy for us. You got some dollar menu shit or some shit that some badass cancer food, the good food, the salads, the fruits and vegetables. That shit is super expensive and not as accessible or something. They mag they magnifying people's minds to not to get that, to get the get yeah. the bad shit. And then we just come from this era of a lot of toxicity. This in LA, but I must be see like, wow, you're one of those strong X-Men type people that overcame it and that just not letting your circumstances, you know what I'm saying, be the root of you, be the end all, be all, you overcoming everything to be you, to like you define you, not your environment, none of that. Like you gonna create your art, you gonna paint your own picture, you gonna write your own book and just, yeah. you know, I think you said the word manifest earlier, like you manifesting your own destiny. So yeah, that's exactly. really, really powerful. Like, I didn't even know all that about you. That's deep, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I like, <laughs> I know I post a lot of selfies and I be posting silly shit on Instagram, but I'm really a deep ass person. Like I just, I've, I've been alone, I've been down, I've been at a very low point. You know, when you see certain things, you be around certain people, you just have a certain view on life. And you know, I've done hella shrooms, I've done like hella psychedelics, I've been in the, the desert tripping. So, I mean, I've just definitely been in a place to view life deeper than a lot of people. And I'm grateful for these experiences. And that's why I be wanting to share with people. So. Yeah, I shared it in my music. <laughs> wow, that's deep. It's making me feel something here. Like, damn. So yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, like, I know a lot of people suffer with depression or just even with this coming out of COVID-19, like a lot of, you know what I'm saying, poverty, yeah. you know, just a lot of stuff happened. And just people just be, was depressed before this or whatever, for whatever reasons. And you said you were at a low point and I'm looking at you now like, well, now you're not at a low point no more. You at a high point. So how did you bring yourself from the low to the high like how did, how did that happen because it's so hard to do something like that how does one do that i just i just face the reality that i exist as a person and i deserve basic necessities simple as that i'm i'm a person that like if i can pull myself towards something that i really want i'm deserving of that you know so it's just about like where you really because like sometimes you can even feel like you want something but if you're not ready to really receive it you're you're gonna fuck that up you're gonna fumble your bag like mm. straight up so because i've definitely been in situations where i thought i wanted something and then it was like oh, oh shit so i mean man i i like being at a down point i was like i definitely don't deserve to be in this situation you know i don't deserve to be like struggling i never 
I've never built myself to, self up to be here. You feel me? Mm. Like I've done so much and it just like I've seen my family go through so much. I, I know the mistakes. So why the fuck am I here? Let me get out of this right quick. So, yeah. That's that's deep or whatever. Like, I feel like you you came from far, but I feel like you could go even further. I feel like at this point you got to go further just because more people need to hear your story. You need yeah. to make more music. More people need to feel your message because your message is very like powerful and I think it's healing. I feel like the healing energy, just on all levels, like this, like it's hard to explain really. You kind of gotta, people kind of gotta see you perform and hear your music and experience you as a person and then they'll get more of it. Like you like, I think music has the power to heal. Art has the power to heal and just create a feeling kind of like why people do drugs, why people get high. Music or art can give you that and I feel like, you know, the art and the music that you create can get you can get people high like you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah it, exactly you, you, and like i definitely think you need to make more so you know as an independent artist not being signed to a major label quite yet or whatever or not choosing to be yeah. like you know like you said you have to make your stuff on some internet uh doll you feel me which is I, I my name is music king i make music for real for real i've never even heard of that you know what i'm saying so it's like and you said experimental and i hear your music definitely experimental and that explains experimental like that explains how i started to be like yeah your stuff is in the future now i get it yeah. why it's in the future you made your music on the internet yeah like who like it used to be to make music like you said, your grandma had a piano and had some old, like you have to have all this big equipment. Then it went from like the technology disco era where they had all these machines in the studio to record you when Michael Jackson and all them was doing their stuff. To now it's like, all right, a computer holds all of that. So you got a computer uh, interface and a mic and you could do your thing if you know what you're doing, if you got the expertise. But you saying, hey, I didn't even have all that shit, nigga. I got on the motherfucking internet and made my music. And then when I hear it, that really explains the sound like, trap influence but very experimental and to me experimental means it's like something new that nobody's doing yeah if i had to like say relate you to an artist even though you're unrelatable the closest artist i could probably think of and y'all music it sounds totally different but just you kind of remind me of m.i.a if you know who that really? is really yeah oh shit i love her hell yeah what right this experiment it's very experimental you know what i'm saying but topic matters are different but just this that energy is very experimental. Like when you listen to MIA beats or something, it don't really sound like nothing you heard before. Yeah, or, but you fucking with it. Hell right, yeah. right, right. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. Yeah, like that's that's amazing. You feel what I'm saying? But also like more than some music artists, I see you like also as like a fashion icon. Like look at you right now. You feel what I'm saying? Like uh just i think being an instagram model was something really cool now I, don't, I wouldn't say you're an instagram model but a fashion icon like your pictures is mad hot so it's like how did that come about um i've always loved fashion i wanted to be a fashion designer i really put a lot of energy into it i once i started off being a, a stylist honestly when i was in high school my mom mm. um, used to do makeup for gigs and so like sometimes i would come and style like fashion shows okay and so um I just really paid close attention to certain things that stylists do and um, I had I had another experience where I did something for like Power 106 a couple of years ago where uh, it was like one of their radio hosts she was modeling for a footwear company so I had did some styling for that and it was really cool it's a video up on YouTube I gotta, I gotta find that video but yeah it's out there it's out there and it's like yeah you see me in the back just like getting her out getting her ready and everything it's really cool so i just i paid a lot of attention to fashion i've read a lot of books on fashion i was always from my my grandparents who are always like dressed up my mom always made an infant like a big emphasis to be dressed up because she's, she's a hairstylist so that's her industry beauty so she always looked good so just, so yeah i could kind of get it a little bit kind of maybe where your influence come from she yeah. said your grandma was on the piano making stuff she had her own boutique she had her own club and when i look at your styles like you look super future yeah but like you kind of like i said that foxy brown and pam greer like you give me some of those type of vibes so now yeah. i kind of get it and yeah. it just it's like a special niche that works for you yeah. like like when they say black girl magic like you really got that you yeah. know what i'm saying I mean, my goal is to be like the new age josephine baker okay <laughs> like for real dead ass because i'm like 
technically it's the 20s, the 2020s. Damn, it is the 20s. So, it's the roaring 20s it's again. It's the roaring Ooh. 20s. So we're out here and I'm just like, Josephine Baker, she's a Gemini and she's a dancer. And I like, I get a lot of comparisons as far as like dancing to her. So I'm just like, damn. And she was like the richest black woman of that time. So I'm like, it's a goal, you know, like it's definitely yeah. something to be inspired by. And I, I've always been inspired by her. I, like she was one of the first people I did a black history report on. Mm. And so I was a dancer. Like I started dancing when I was six. Okay. So I, I, I'm like classically training like ballet and all types of shit. So, but I just never really was into ballet and doing, I, I like I like to do belly dance and stuff. So, mm, belly yeah. dancing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, so like how how that belly dancing come about? Because I seen you do some of that, like a burlesque type of performance, and I was like, man, it's it's like something in Las Vegas, or yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, my belly dance came about because I like Shakira, and so mm, okay. I used to just like dance like Shakira and just like practice and shit. And um, I just once YouTube came around, I really started getting more in depth with my practicing and everything and I used to teach classes actually mm. yes and, and people used to love the classes and um, I was in a band for for three years um, called Earth Arrow and mm. I was the dancer in the band I also sang as well and we were an eight-piece band and it was really dope like you could look up some of our videos and see just how much I was going in on the dancing like <laughs> you man it was crazy and I was just doing that shit off the fly I wasn't even like coming up with no moves choreography i was just like okay so it's oh so this is the performance for uh friday all right i got it and i would just listen to the song some of the uh dance moves i remember but for the most part i would just be like freestyling it looked really good it looked chore wow. choreographed so just natural just the yeah. essence it was just flowing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah so i mean I've, i have natural dancer abilities and you know i'm just like <laughs> oh I like I'm, I'm aiming to be that yeah damn so like well, all of that artistry, like, what's the personal life like? Do you even have a personal life? I do have a personal life. I mean, my personal life <laughs> really consists of when I'm not doing creative shit, playing Sims. Playing <laughs> I love, Sims? I fucking love Sims. I love Sims. I love to read. I love mm, to what read. Kind of, what do you read? I like to read more self-help books right mm. now. Uh, I like to read, um, right now I'm reading a book on how to make latex clothing. Mm, so, that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually, man, I went so deep because latex is not produced in the U.S. So I had to, really? like, yeah, I had to buy some shit from like, um, like Sweden or something. It was crazy. <laughs> but I bought, I bought this book and I bought some latex, and so I'm practicing now, and that's gonna be because I also I make clothes, but I feel like right now I haven't been so on it. <laughs> like I definitely do know how to sew. I went to school for sewing and fashion design so i mean it was it was um i didn't finish but i know a lot about sewing so me too i went to fashion school and dropped out when i yeah. was the basic yeah yeah exactly you know you learn what you learn and you're like all right i got it you know right. i'll take it i'll take it and go far with it because that's really what it is so i mean like i yeah but latex is fun because it's you don't sew it you glue it you got the glue latex yeah you glue latex clothing you don't so it's kind of like the same latex that's in the condom, just more stronger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, they have different like thicknesses. So whichever one is like whatever you want. You know? So latex is like when you go to like a BDSM party or a bonus, that little plasticky looking stuff, mm -hmm. most of the time that's latex. Yeah, yeah. That's some hot stuff. It seemed like Janet Jackson was either wearing leather or latex, Madonna, mm -hmm. like latex is like some superstar type of material or something. It's very expensive. It's very like, you have mm. to know what you're doing with it and you have to, um, just take it slow because it's a lot of different chemicals as well that mm. you have to use with it it's like a whole process so and that's why it's very expensive but that's why i want to learn how to do it because <laughs> mm. i can make a tube top and charge 200 bucks because that tube top is going to take a lot of processing to get it to that look like how maybe it looks. 2000 yeah, take that much processing i mean shit, maybe so because i mean if you look at latex clothing that's how much it runs you yeah i think the one thing that people do in our like subgenre or whatever it is they like sell themselves too short like i yeah. see everybody creating not everybody but a lot of my peers creating amazing art or music or clothing or whatever mm -hmm. and they're just like i'm gonna sell it basically just for a little profit at the cost of production yeah. but it's really on some like high fashion house type of level and it should really be revered and it should cost way more Thanks. and it's like all the time you put into it you just definitely gotta sell it for more yeah. and people should appreciate it more 
on the purchaser. Like maybe somebody for two hundred dollars just can't. It's two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Like straight up. You want it two thousand? Because it's almost, it's a one of one piece. Yeah. So yeah. that makes it art. You feel what I'm saying? Even if you're making two or three of them, that's one still one on one that you made by hand. That's true. I you mean, know what I'm saying? there's people out here charging like you know a million dollars for an art piece where they scribbled on it or some shit. Right. You know, like, and I'm not piece. knocking it, but right. I'm just saying like you know, okay, yeah, <laughs> I definitely if I'm putting more work into it than that. I can charge more. <laughs> I think like how clothing is, clothing is a part of art, fashion is a part of art, because you think about it, you're not gonna just wear it, you're gonna photograph yourself in it, video, like, you know what I'm saying? So fashion is really deep, like, mm -hmm. fashion impacts the culture. Like, when you look at pictures, we still looking at pictures of Abraham Lincoln, and what was the fashion, what was they wearing? So yeah. like, fashion is this, you know, like, I'm wearing like a, a blank ass $20 hoodie, but, you know what I'm saying, right now, but some people that's wearing some other type of garments that's more extravagant, like, Shit, I think it should cost more money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 exactly. You, you feel me? So, you know, I just feel like that way. I feel like fashion should definitely have a, a price just to look more original. But just because I'm wearing a twenty dollar hoodie, I don't mean I'm not cool though. I can still be cool with my twenty dollar <laughs> right, hoodie right, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know, it's all about how you rock it. <laughs> right, right, right. Because you know, we come from the hood where we know how to make. You know what I'm Anything saying? Happen. Yeah, Anything. you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess we've always got that power, that belief. Yeah, facts. Right. <laughs> So, like with the belly dancing and the, and the exotic dancing, so how does how do I see a lot of people want to get into it, but they don't have the confidence? So what did what did you do? Did you practice at home? Well, you were already a dancer though, but mm -hmm. is it like a different type of confidence that it takes from like being a regular ballet dancer to you know like burlesque belly dancer, or is it the same? No, or? it's just about the practice. It's just about the 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 um, what's that word I'm looking for? Discipline. It's, mm. it's like with ballet, one thing that you do learn, it's a good art form, form to learn when you're learning dance. It's the discipline, it's the stretching, it's the constant practice of certain moves. Like, you know, ballet dancers do certain things that people would see and be like, what the fuck are they doing? But they don't understand that it's like helping their movement or helping their, you know, technique. And so with that, I just apply the same practice and technique to belly dancing the same gracefulness the same um the same uh, like stillness the same or like isolation i mean and just continue consistently practice a little bit like i would practice for hours you know back in the day and that really shows because when i started looking at videos of myself i was like oh shit like oh that practice has been paying off like I'll be in the mirror, like, practice makes perfect, that's a good-ass thing, that's a real-ass thing, like, people have to stop underestimating practicing all the time, live for that shit every day, don't, like, if you not, if you look throughout your whole week and you haven't practiced none that whole week, you tripping, you know? I don't think everybody like you, like, they can't, they not into it like you, like, you on a whole nother level, I'm like, I'm just thinking like, man, they ain't about to do that, but maybe so, they can apply that to what they do, yeah, like, yeah. say if you a computer nerd, you better be in your computer nerd shit, my nigga, yeah. say if you about to be a doctor, you better be studying your doctor shit, like, yeah. you must love what you do, so maybe they should find something they really passionate about, yeah, how you're passionate yeah, about yeah, it. exactly, that's what I'm saying, yeah, like, right. whatever it is that you do, like, if you wanna, you know, if you wanna be the best fucking stop sign fucking holder or whatever the fuck do that shit be lit <laughs> i don't right. know like make it work for you because i mean i saw this this beam and it was like somebody's out there doing what you want to do and they're not even doing it as good as you but they're mm. doing it more confident mm. than you and they're not gonna they're not planning on doing it any better than you so like and that shit woke me up because i was like damn i really do be putting a lot of time and energy and i be seeing people who be i'm not knocking nobody's hustle or nothing but obviously i'm not gonna like everybody's music and sometimes when i'm hearing people's shit i'm like wow they already got funding for this like man yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like who funded this shit like right. wow but i'm like okay if they can get a budget i can get a budget no problem what the fuck am i doing like you know so just like you gotta look at shit sometimes like nigga you're worthy you're totally worthy of getting that budget <laughs> like and that's not something I had to realize until I dropped my first EP. Yeah, it may not have been something, but I didn't really put a lot of money towards it. So for somebody who didn't put a bunch of money towards it, I did pretty good. Right. You know, the videos are fucking clear as fuck. They're Super. dope. They're fucking artistic. And they, they make a point. So it's just like, yeah, you're going to look at them videos. You're going to see snakes crawling over me. You're going to see me with fucking wire braids and a unibrow. And you're going to be like, oh, okay. So this bitch is definitely like on some trippy shit cool that's my message that's what i'm trying to convey to you 
So I'm, I'm gonna continue on with that. Like I'm about to shoot my next video next week. I got music I'm gonna drop over the summer. So I've been recording and getting stuff ready. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to do this. It's just been about, you know, one thing about being homeless is sometimes mentally, you do have to take mental breaks because that shit is exhausting to move around, to have to worry about shit. And I had to do it a lot. So it was just like a lot of stuff mentally. But even through that, I was like, I'm about to do this music. I'm going to fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm going to cry and I'm going to fucking record this song. Like, you feel me? So that's how I worked it out, you know. And it, like, now I'm in a place where I can heal and do music. So I'm like, ah, oh, this is beautiful, you know. And I was just... That let me know, like, I was really serious about it because I was in a place where I wasn't even stable enough to do it and I still found a way, so, you know. So, it's only going to get bigger and better. Hell yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, now that I know so much, I've started putting that energy. I started meeting more people. People heard me. They was like, oh, you do music. Oh, you sing. Oh, I like this. I like this video. Oh, you model. You know, oh, you make shit. Like, you know, it just started to open doors. Whether it was, you know, what the standard was, it was just like, hey, you know, I'm here, so this is what I do people's fucking with it and i appreciate it i appreciate everybody who bought merch for me i appreciate everybody who bought my ep up band camp and it's more shit coming so what what fuels that fire inside you just to keep going and keep creating it other than just the absolute passion but it seems like you got a fire in you that's lit like like a hunger like you know what i'm saying like almost like you know how like on some masculine like energy like a 50 cent or like you know what i'm saying this had that like nigga i'm coming i got the hustler's ambition you feel me like well i mean the best way to say it is like so much people be telling me like i remind them of somebody from new york <laughs> so uh, i mean like i go to new york and i'm like okay yeah i fuck with the city because this, this is like my vibe it's it's kind of i'm not fast paced but i'm definitely direct i'm definitely like if i want to do something i want you to be here don't be late please don't do this you know just don't do certain shit like we got to be on it so it, it's just like and it took me a long time to get there because i mean i definitely haven't been on my shit like i've definitely been flaky as fuck too but i'm like it, how you been flaky i man people will see this video and be like that bitch flaked on me or some shit i guarantee you sometimes it just don't like it just don't be there and i'm like it's, it's, man I so, so after some flaky situation happens i learned from it and i right. was like i can't do that shit if i'm if i'm gonna be a serious businesswoman if i'm gonna be following in my grandma's footsteps if i'm gonna be you know trying to recreate this whole thing this whole vision that i have i one thing you cannot be is late to your own shit like um. you need to be the source you need to be the core you gotta be the one that's there making sure everything operates whether the team is there or not so like that's how i like to function so i'm definitely hands-on but i'm definitely also like a team player but i'm mm. also kind of scared because i'm sometimes you know people don't be seeing the vision the way you see it mm. so it's just like i i've had mm. ups and downs i've had situations where i pay for studio time and the shit ain't really came out the way i wanted it to and you know like it's a grimy ass industry and that's one mm. reason why i made beats i started making beats is because i want to help other women because i dealt with men who were either trying to get money over me or trying to get pussy or some stupid or trying to introduce me to their homie some stupid and i'm like break it down run it run it like you know it. it's just it's stupid it's like you shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable when you're trying to make music when i'm like paying you and you know you're still using your nasty ass energy to make me uncomfortable like you know i don't i don't like that and i definitely dealt with it and when i hear the stories i'm just like sis gonna be for me and that part okay you know it's just it's uh, it's it's comfortable for another woman to be in the space and just be like i'm here to make music with you i'm not here to fucking broke you or try to do no weird shit like you know i'm not gonna try to make do a beat and then try to fuck you like it's just weird shit that people do like in general so and i'm not saying that only men do it like women do do it too but it, it's just like i think what people should do when they're doing music is like all right eliminate your uh anatomy you know what i'm saying it's thinking like it's artists in here you feel me it not male. Your sexual urges like right. for a quick second you know just get some shit done get some shit done right it's just like I, I never understood that i was like we don't have we in an industry where people really be like feeling shit off of sex and how much they can control somebody sexually and it's like why do you even have to feel like once you have in, involved yourself with somebody sexually it kind of puts you on a different energy so it's just like to want to do that one you're running your customers away which is dumb and two you're just like making you're building up a reputation to make people not want to fuck with you after a while mm. 
Because, uh-huh. yeah, you keep doing that shit to people, eventually somebody's going to come fuck you up. Somebody's going to bring your studio down. Something's going to happen because you are consistently putting out this weird negative energy that you know you're not supposed, you're supposed to, to be a music producer or whatever, but you're not actually producing music. Yeah. So you're just a fraud at that point. Niggas is just like, right. they, niggas be making music to get pussy sometimes. and it's just. I like, think that's what a lot of niggas do. All y'all niggas that's doing this shit for the wrong reason, you doing it just because you want some clout, you doing it just because you want some hoes. I guess that's cool if you, but really, nigga, get out the way, my nigga. Go do some other shit, my nigga. You won't have a long-lasting, like, career doing that. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to run everybody away. I mean, this city is big, but it's small, and people are connected, and people do talk. So it's just, like, to to fuck up your reputation like that, you can't always put your dick in the mix. Like, sometimes you gotta, you gotta really focus on the money. And that's what I felt as a person that, like, makes music is, like, relationships in the music industry, at least for me personal, I'm not interested in that shit at all. Like, if you do music, I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm not trying to date you. I'm not trying to do none of that shit with you. Because even if we're not making music together, it's just, like, some kind of rivalry or, like, I don't know, like, two motherfuckers that make make music. I don't know. That's just just, my personal experience. It gets weird because it's just, like, you know, y'all... Y'all have this thing where you both love it, but you also try to control the, how the other person goes about it. Like, And the artist can't be controlled. Yeah, artists cannot be controlled. You don't want to be in a situation where you you dating a musician or somebody and they start putting all this extra input that you didn't ask for. Right, I don't need your energy. I, 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 I didn't ask for I, that. You know yeah, I'm like, me. I'm going to do me. And, you know, you do you. So that that's that's why I like, you know, as a, being an artist, I like know uh, talking or dating the people that don't make music or that's in a different field or whatever yeah, you feel they, me? they like man dating music like for me as a burlesque dancer like dudes Ooh. be getting dudes be coming into relationships and then trying to like get mad at me for burlesque dancing and i'm like well, met me at a show what the fuck like <laughs> you know like right. it doesn't make sense and it's just like well i don't want you to do that anymore it's like well i'm gonna stop fucking doing that shit because you don't want me to do it like so you would do a burlesque show a dude would become a fan or whatever could get your contact information your instagram or whatever he'll start talking flirting trying to do whatever and he'll say hey i don't even want you to dance no more oh uh, no it wouldn't be like that it wouldn't be like that it would be like establishing your relationship and kind of establishing you know comfortability it would it wouldn't be like a direct Ooh. thing it would be over time you know right over time like okay you know i really care about you and you know i don't like people looking at you like not about that. I think dudes need to get that out their mind. Like, hey, burlesque dancing, stripping, all that shit is cool. Like, it's it's art. You feel what I'm saying? It's not, it's art and entertainment yeah. and it's exercise. You feel me? Yeah. What's so different from that between playing basketball in the NBA or the WNBA or playing tennis or what whatever? You feel what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not gonna go home with any of these motherfuckers. I'm going home with whoever I'm with. You know, it's just like. It never made sense to me, and I was just like, well, I enjoy what I do. It's like being a comedian. So if I'm a comedian, I'm I'm going to fuck everybody and that's in my audience. That, that, that I make I'm, laugh, you know? Right, like, yeah. Nah. It's like my job is to entertain, you know what I'm saying? So that's crazy, though, right there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know what dude. That's just me. If I if you stripping, if you dancing, and I fuck mm-hmm. with you, like, hey, that's what I like. I like dancers a lot because they don't do music most of the time. They yeah. just do dancers. So I'm like, yeah. if you're doing that, keep doing it or whatever. Why would I tell you to stop? If you happy doing it, it keep you in shape, you keep you exercising. Are you making your money? Yeah, like, why would you stop? You feel me? That's the last thing I want you to do is stop your hustle. I don't want mm-hmm. you to have to depend on me. Maybe some, maybe, you know, maybe because I'm not a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Quite yet. You feel me? But. I don't know, but yeah, that's crazy. I'll be seeing, uh, hearing a lot about that or whatever, that people in the industry, they want their partner to stop. Even like me, just being a, a music artist, a lot of girls would be like, yo, you in the studio too much, or, you know, you worried about your career or whatever. I want you to focus on me. And it's just like, well, yeah, it's not, I got to be selfish. Gotta, to. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. It's like a duality as an artist. It's hard, you know, like I see, I, I really feel for artists as mothers and all that kind of stuff too. Because, like, you know, being a father and a mother is different. A mother, you got to really be there for your kid. Not saying a father shouldn't be, but just, like, shit. As an art, you put a lot of energy into being an artist. It's like how you said you was homeless and you had to string it all together and make a video. And it came out amazing. Nobody would even know that. So it's like, and look how confident like, yeah, y'all, I was homeless before. And I see that's something about great artists. A lot of great artists have went through struggles. But it just made them create better art and experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's 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 amazing though, but so you know what I'm saying you fine as hell. So I know I know a lot of dudes sliding your DMs or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? So what's the best way to approach you if a dude like you or something though? Hypothetically, 
or a girl do you like girls too what's your sexual preference i'm pansexual what does that mean that means that i'm pretty much like open like i don't have a preference in gender okay so i mean like what if they got a dick and a pussy that's fine as long as they they personality straight they ain't fucking with nobody and they doing something that's you know they're passionate about i love it okay what if they got their sexual organs removed and they just have no sexual organs <laughs> I don't know, like, what make it, I mean, it's just about if I like the person. So pansexual, really just like, just off of the vibe, it ain't nothing about. Yeah, I would say what? it's off the vibe, but I mean, for me, it's off the vibe. But okay. I like, I, I identify as pansexual, so okay. it's just like, definitely. Um, I mean, sliding in my DMs, I'm kind of bitchy. I don't like. I'm, I'm, I know I'm cute, and so like when people be telling me I'm so pretty, that's like. So don't, basically, don't, don't even sell them that. Right, right. Just compliment my art do something outside of me being pretty because i can hear that shit all the time i hear it on the street i'm over it you know I, um. I put makeup on i put these cute ass outfits on i know i'm cute okay and it's yes i appreciate everybody who, who also embraces that with me but i'm also like when i get so many people who approach me with the like you looking on the outside already i'm like you i know you want to fuck because like you know you're not really paying attention to anything else like you're just paying attention to how cute i am like listen to some beats you know, people don't be hitting me up like, you know, your beat was da da da. Like, people always be, oh, you so pretty, your pictures were da da da. But I'm like, I have a whole ass link in my bio that has all my shit. So I'm like, you know, I do like to post selfies of myself. I like to post my looks. Like, that's what the, that's the vibe of my Instagram. It's like an aesthetic account or whatever. Okay. So it's just like, but my main thing is always like, focus on my art though. Don't focus on how pretty I am. Cause I'm like, I'm way more than that shit. And that's what I aim to be. And, you know, I'm just, I'm also in a place of healing, so it's just like, I'm not even really trying to talk to nobody right now on some real shit, like, I'm trying to solidify my foundation, you know, like, that's why I kind of been, and I, it's like, I have, I have really toxic issues, like, I would say issues, but I have toxic traits that I know from my last relationship, I'm not trying to put on nobody right now, and that was kind of recent, so I'm like, okay, let me just take it slow, let me be, you know, that's why I don't really be trying to, like, string nothing along or make nothing happen with nobody, because I'm like, I know me. And I know that I just need to chill for a second, kind of like heal, recoup, and then like then open myself up to that. That's why I'm 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 kind of open to certain situations, but I'm like I'm open to collaborating on certain things as long as you're cool and you're not trying to fuck me on the low. But for the most part, yeah, I I just want to be appreciated outside of just like my obvious like looks. So you want to be appreciated for your talent, your character, your art. Yeah. Not just the aesthetic, but yeah, you yeah. bless, you appreciate the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. But then going back, you remember to being a kid, to being a quote unquote weird kid that yeah. didn't have this beautiful aesthetic now. So mm -hmm. you can see past the physical, yeah. like look, look deeper than that is what exactly. you're saying. Exactly, exactly. So that's why I'm like, all right. <laughs> when people be hitting me about something, I'll just be like, I'm not even gonna respond because I know this is gonna go. Yeah. So you mentioned Instagram accounts. Like, what type of Instagram accounts are out there? This while we talking. So, mm -hmm. what type of Instagram accounts exist? Like you said, aesthetic account. What other type of accounts can you have? I mean, you have business accounts. Okay. You have like personal pages. You have you have shit that is just it's like whatever you addr like address your account as. So I mean, people have accounts for their babies for their dogs for their you know just for their plants you know when i say aesthetic account i mean like i'll take pictures in certain outfits with certain makeup or do certain things along with my beats that are kind of like aesthetically pleasing mm. so sometimes when you see those really bomb ass in instagram models those are aesthetic accounts okay so they basically offer you an aesthetic the Instagram model is an aesthetic. You go type in Instagram model fashion on Google, websites will pop up. They use that as a trick, like a, the trigger words, or I don't know if you use the right word, but yeah, like you type it in. So it's just like, um, yeah, that's why I said I have an aesthetic account. Cause it's like, I have a lot of outfits that are like influencer based. Oh, that's another account, influencer account. Yeah. So you got Aesthetic accounts, business accounts, influencer accounts. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, I forgot. It's like a. You got um, meme accounts. Yeah, you do. You really do. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like there are certain accounts that are meant to like promote a certain thing. So I mean, it's just like yeah, that my my aesthetic is what I am promoting 
on my Instagram as well as my music. So, yeah. So, are you on any other networks besides Instagram? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on FetLife. That's more. Ooh, FetLife. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I didn't know you was on there. I never seen you on there before. Yeah, that's like more of my like you know more racy pictures and just more like I'm trying to do more because I used to do artistic news. I used to do fashion. I mean, a fetish modeling, and so that's kind of how I found out about FetLife. And so that's kind of like where I, I do more of that stuff. So are you like into romance. like uh, BDSM? Yeah, I used to be a dominatrix for a while. Mm, I get those vibes. The witch pussy dominatrix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was cool, you know, but <laughs> I don't really get patience for all that. Right. <laughs> like for a long time. So, but I mean, it was an experience, and I I definitely um, I definitely just root myself more in like burlesque, and I'm doing pole dancing now too, and like. Taking classes and getting better. <laughs> so just for like, you know, a good clip, a definition, like what is FetLife? FetLife is basically a social media site where it's more based in like people who appreciate more of like the sexual arts. <laughs> so um, mm, okay. like I feel like everybody kind of looks on there looks more at sex as an art, whatever their fetish is, whether it's latex, whether it's cock and ball torture, whether it's breast play or whatever, you know, whatever you're into, there are people who come together collectively and like these things, share pictures, you know, share experiences, meet up. And it's more of a comfort, comfortable and safe space that's um, set up for that. So like, I feel more comfortable posting these pictures that I have on there than I do on Instagram because obviously Instagram is gonna take that shit down. And it's also a good place to, like, if you have OnlyFans, it's a good place to promote your OnlyFans. So do you have OnlyFans? No, but, like, I was setting my shit up to do that, and I just never finished it. Oh, just <laughs> yeah. being an artist, there's so much stuff to it's do out so here. It's so much stuff to do. I would definitely do OnlyFans. I have a lot of, a lot of nice photos and everything. And I, I had a, actually, I'm gonna, a, I don't even want to say it. I'm not gonna say it, but I have a really dope idea for my OnlyFans, like, when I do do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. I just gotta, like stop like i've been recording and stuff and writing so that's where my focus has been for the past few months <laughs> word yeah. so just for you when you come into on a social media account you're looking like as an artist almost and you're like an artist that posting on social media mm -hmm. so it's gonna come aesthetically so you can't just i'm not gonna just hop on so-and-so today when i do when i do it i gotta get my vision across yeah exactly right okay yeah that's lit yeah so i mean i, I like definitely take the time to pay like I take the time to pay attention and learn more ways to promote myself and to become more clear of my message because I mean uh, you know having nice pictures and everything is dope having new music and shit is dope but if you don't know how to promote that people ain't gonna hear it so like that's that's one thing that we that's one another thing that I really been focused on is um just having more of a clear like explanation of what i'm doing <laughs> okay yeah just a definite of your art mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay yeah word that's lit mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so your art just extends further than the music into the fashion into the dancing mm -hmm. even now deeper to where we are into the future to where it goes further than what you could just see in person yeah. further to what you could just hear it goes all the way to the social media aesthetic the right, art exactly yeah. right so it's just like you know I, I i really really take a lot of time to also pay attention to other artists too because you gotta show love so i mean there's those times where it's a rush to do my own shit and then there's this time where it's a rush to give me love too because it's a balance you gotta reciprocate <laughs> you know okay yeah so one more thing before we go you gotta give us some fashion tips because you are like one of the most fashionable people out here so ah. what can someone do male or female just to be fashionable um shit like cell racks are the fucking shit cell racks get you the most unique shit because that's where they're putting all the clothes that don't nobody want like i love thrift stores but i always came up on cell racks because um it would be the stuff that would be really unique and just kind of like they don't got 20 of them on the shelf right now nah, it's only like one exactly, left exactly exactly you get a one-of-a-kind piece for on the low low i really came up on the cell rack you know and then also too just like learning little patterns 
to sew. I know mm-hmm. some people ain't really own that, but if you own that and you are creative and you really like to get your hands on shit, patterns are so motherfucking easy. Like you can take a shirt that you you can take your favorite shirt and just follow the patterns. You don't even have to count as many pieces because I know that's a really more advanced thing with sewing. But you can follow. You can take like a little suit. Like this is so easy to sew. It's like a little strip of fabric, and then you just sew it. You know, and make your little seams and shit. But YouTube University got it all, so check it out. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Word up. Yeah. So before we go, give them one last gem or anything you want to say or the last words before we out of here. Um, shoot, check out my music. I got uh, my EP Witch Pussy is is uh, on all streaming platforms. Uh, I got two videos out, Witch Pussy and Dilation of a Wondering Eye. So check that shit out. I got some Witch Pussy merch. I have um some crop tops that say witch pussy and some panties that say witch pussy and i'm gonna be getting some more merch too so and i also have some other cool items in my boutique so if that's not your vibe i got some other shit just just check it out <laughs> yeah so the gem shop uh she a gem show x-i-a-g-e-m-s-h-o-w and um yeah stay blessed you know keep doing what you do and stay passionate because can't nobody stop you but you <laughs> so i would say this with the clothes if you really into like you know alternative clothing punk goth you definitely will probably like her clothes or if you just want to one of those people that want to be fashion forward you want to get on a fashion on a trend before it really pop off then you probably want to really check out her shop because it's on that level like you're gonna be on what rihanna want to be on you're gonna be on what you know what i'm saying the next person you know want to be on because they already she is like the creator the innovator the originator you know one of those people that we have in the culture here in la so definitely shop with her like i really certify it's dope or she would even be here you feel me so make sure you follow her check out her music check out her clothes her art and all the extensions that she put out and she's feeding y'all you feel me because as, as creators we feed y'all every day and make sure you reciprocate that energy rockstar podcast I'm Music King. She a Gemini. We out. Peace out.